Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are reviewing Aquaman. Aquaman. If someplace I can put this. Yeah, yes. Okay. Chris is about to hand me some used <laughs> gum. Put it, put it somewhere for a uh, safekeeping later. Actually, I'm not going to get it out of that later. It's a trash can. I will. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to me. Spit out your gum in the trash cans. <laughs> um, so. I mean, it's, it is technically a, a good Christmas gift for the listeners. Yeah. Who wouldn't laugh to listen to you smacking your lips the whole That's podcast, what I thought. As soon as, like, the, so the intro was playing, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I got to get this out of my mouth. And uh, then the last uh, 30 seconds of your so, life happened. <laughs> the burning question on everyone's minds, what type of gum is it? Oh, it was, it's uh, Orbit. Orbit gum. Ooh. Sweet mint, I think is what oh, it's called. it's green? It was green. Yeah, I mean, it's the, that's my, that's my go-to gum. That's the best oh, gum in the okay. world. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, okay. Every other gum, I can, I can literally chew that for hours mm-hmm. and it still has flavor. Not like the same for four flavor. Four hours or just for hours? Hours. I don't know. Like, I mean, it depends on like how much you're chewing, what else you got in your mouth, yeah. if you're going to drink water with it, something like that. But, you know. I mean, if you want to mix flavors, like get a little like uh, yeah. I mean, hot I'm not, Cheetos I'm not, I'm in not, there, mix a, it with the sweet a, mint, you know? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm don't a do that. Component of that. But, um, yeah, it lasts forever. Uh, it's the only gum I've ever had that lasts that long, except for, I think, uh, what is it, five? Is there yes. a five? Yeah, five. Yes. It gets close. Yeah. It's just like too strong. Like, I would like immediately. immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediately. It'll like, it'll clean out your like nasal cavity. Like if you're congested, it's just like yeah. all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I can breathe. Orbit's just a nice, like it starts like calm. It ends sauce. calm. You're, I mean, you're probably going to spit it out before it loses its flavor. It's probably so. true. I mean, I, honestly, Orbit is, is my go-to as well. Yeah. And I feel like the sweet mint yeah. is kind of what we go to as well. Yeah. Um, there I'll is, pick up cinnamon. There is another one, like the blue package. There's one in a blue package. Yeah, the blue. That's, pretty, uh, it's, that's it's, okay. It's straight up spearmint. I think. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's okay. Or it's like, hey, if I have bad breath and that's all they have at the gas station. Yeah, let's do this. I, um, uh, I have I've strategically placed like I have gum at my desk at work. I have gum in the console of my car. I have gum in the pocket of my jacket. Sometimes I accidentally leave them in there in the oh wash, boy. and that's a that's a terrible situation. That's a bad idea. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, that's bad. But uh, I try to leave gum places so that I will always have access to it. You know what's crazy? Like growing up, I always thought it was like a a, a bigger possibility than it actually ever was to get gum in my hair. Like I just feel like I feel like everywhere in media they was like don't get the gum in your hair or like oh then I slept with the gum and got it in my hair. You I know? mean I think that's I don't a know. thing. I mean I I mean I'm not, I don't go to sleep with gum in my well actually I do sometimes. I have before in in well, the past. This, uh, I don't anymore. That's we're gonna move on idea. after this because this is getting way too down the rabbit hole. But like if I uh, if I if I'm like clenching my teeth or something like that, oh, yeah, I will totally go to bed with gum in my mouth because mm. I'll sit there and chew it until I fall asleep. That's not. I mean it's. I feel like it's a mouth I've, guard situation where, like, like the, you know, that needs to happen somehow. I mean, I'd still be clinching whatever That's is in true. my mouth. Like I, just need, just, I need something yeah. to chew. Okay. I need something for my, my jaw to do. It's logical. It's logical. Yeah. Um, other, like, last rabbit hole with the gum. <clears throat> Back in the day, uh, in, like, high school. I don't even know. I was probably, like, a freshman in high school. And we were on the uh, choir tour, audition choir tour from Illinois, right? All-state choir, yeah. An all-state choir. And, uh, <laughs> and for that week, like you would go, oh, you go learn the songs for a week and then you go on tour for a week. The yeah. tour week, 
traveling around in a big bus with a bunch of kids, right? Yeah. Um, and we, like, there was a, a, a piece of gum that traveled around. Oh, that was disgusting. The bus. Yeah, I remember that. For, like, from day to day, like, oh, you take it today, you take it now, like, this, oh, it's, we can add another stick to, like, refresh it Ugh. and stuff like that. I had it, like, as, like, the, the second person or something like that. And then, like, every time somebody was like, oh, you want it again? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm That's good. one of those things. I'm like, if if I if if that was happening, like at the office, you know, for instance, <laughs> I'd be like, no. I think there not, is <laughs> not a chance. No, there is not a chance. There's no way I would do it today. It's like the more, like as you age and like realize, oh, germs, oh, 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 like yeah. you know, it's like, ooh, this is bad. But <laughs> I feel like also there's like an age where it's like, oh, this is this, this is, is, this is it's gross. cute, you know. At one point, you're yeah. like, oh, those are just those Maybe. those dumb high school students. Um, and then this is the thing. once you get like past a certain point where it's like, oh, those dumb high school seniors? Question mark. And this you know, is the thing. It's like, like it's I, less okay. I don't know if I I don't I wouldn't say necessarily I'm a, I I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe, but like I will not go out of my way to introduce things like that yes. into my. Uh, life, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to like, okay, hey, this is a this is a dirty place. Cool, I can exist here. Like, that's fine. Um, I'll wash my hands afterwards. Oh yeah, but like, I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not adverse to yeah things, but yeah. I'm not going to volunteer my body to possibly be a festering ground for uh, germs and bacteria totally and get viruses. You. Totally, get you. I also feel like so since. <laughs> Since Desmond's been born, I have never washed my hands more. <laughs> and I guess like the run up until like he was born, like a, a, mo- a month or so before he was born, I was just like, oh my gosh, I gotta wash my like I can't get sick. I don't want to get you know. So like, yeah. Anyway, it just it it, it ramped up. Like yeah. it like you say that hey, I'm not. Ger- I don't know if I would go out of my way to be like hey, I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like scared of it, but it's like I will. Like well, hey, I shake I'm, a couple hands. I'm, I'm gonna go go yeah, like gonna, wash my hands. I'm gonna wash my hands before I eat this meal. Yeah. I'm not gonna touch my tacos yeah. with hands that I've been touching door handles with all day. Would I eat off that door handle? No, I shouldn't eat this taco just, off just these lick hands. Just the door handle. Just, there's just a lot it. of there's a lot of sick people at work, and uh, I don't want to catch any of that. I totally get that. Um. I anyway. do. I, I do kind of like. I do. No, this isn't like. I. I it's not. I, I about said. I pride myself. I don't like. I. I. I feel like my body's pretty resilient mm-hmm. against things, and I. I do like that. You know. And so I'm kind of like. Ah. Sometimes I want to test it out. Like. <laughs> Can I sit next to the sick person? But it depends on like the like how you're feeling that day too. Because like, oh, oh if I didn't get any sleep the night before yeah, or something 100%. like that, I'm like, I am way, oh, yeah. I am not like like somebody coughs over there. Like oh, I'm yeah, not I'm going over there intentionally. No. You know, um, you know they say that like your immune system uh, is set by like the time you're like three years old, and so like there's this whole like uh, movement where it's like, hey, uh, in, like let your kids just be dirty. Uh, not not like again it, within reason. Yeah, We're not course. talking of about course. throwing them into a pile of asbestos or something. <laughs> I mean, that's like <laughs> or go, let's go play in the in the construction site. That's fine. Um, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. so, it's like otherwise, you know, it's like well, you know, like if it once it's set, it's there for the rest of your life, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, after a certain point, like, it's like, oh, some germs are good. Like, oh, you know, it's like, hey, this is, these are good germs to, like, get and... and uh, How far are we into the show? Body. We're very far into the this show. We're bad. six, say seven minutes All into right. the show. We're moving on. What have you been up to this week, Chris? Uh, first, I have to ask you... Uh, ha- well, number one, welcome back to the show. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, was, I was interviewing Jared 
uh, to replace you last week. Okay. So, oh, okay. Um, I didn't actually uh, get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, it um, wasn't. It wasn't a, a like I didn't say that on the air, mm-hmm, but you know, mm-hmm. just in, in my heart and mind, I was like, well, what if John never comes back? I mean, I've like, got to replace him with with somebody. So Jay Pinions is is not a bad choice. That's I will true. Say. You know, it's I, like, I apologize that the uh, podcast went up a couple days late. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a mic mic cable problem. And uh, had to fix a lot of that. That is a real big bummer. <laughs> like we like on the podcast, I will say like we've had very few like episodes where it's like this is like gonna go up late. Like other than like the unintentional like oh oops forgot to hit yeah. the publish button, um, <laughs> which which I've done before. Um, <laughs> and uh, but like we've had very few like where it's like oh we have to edit around like these technical, technical problems or like yeah. whatever. Like we've it's we had rare. that most of the time we catch them. Yeah, I want to say like we've been going through our episodes and I. I I don't know which of those episodes, but it was like two houses ago before, mm. like since I've really had to like edit out like a technical problem. Yeah. So, you know what I thought about doing in the new year? And I haven't talked about this on the podcast or to you, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> what if? You just, just thought in the, 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 the deep recesses of your brain. The thought into the ether. What if we started uh, live streaming our podcast? I feel like we could at this point. We probably could. Like, I feel like we could. Like, whenever it's you and I, like, in a lot of. Those I feel scenarios. like we could if it's most uh, most people we have on. Probably. Yeah. I think if it's if it's if it's uh, unless it's just an unknown an un like someone we haven't had on before. Yeah, it makes sense. But then we just say, hey, don't say anything you don't want going out on the internet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I feel like we just allow people to be re- adults and be responsible. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what, own what you say. You know? But I'm like, okay, well, what if we used uh. Because this is what you can do. This is uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can um, stream, like dual stream, like two people on one stream. Ooh. Like I could start streaming and then I add you into my stream. Okay. So from like that chair over there, you would start streaming. And then from this chair over here, I yeah. would start streaming. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is very strange. I'd have to test to see like what the double mics would do. Yeah. What was the audio? Like what's no, that I sort don't, of situation look like? Because most of the time they're not in the same place. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's something mm. I'm rolling. I want to try it. Yeah, that'd be, test that'd, be, it. that'd be interesting. I feel like that'd be fun. Just every Because then we could take live questions from anyone who's watching. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. would that be cool? I would like that. That would be yeah. awesome. Maybe they would have opinions on gum as well. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And maybe we can like get down that rabbit hole, and then somebody's like, this is real weird. I'm getting out. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. okay. you know, right. people yeah, just bailed. Yeah. We're, we're moving on. Yeah. You know? All Actually, seven honestly, people just bailed. I probably wouldn't really care. I'd just be like, okay. They, they weren't into the podcast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, maybe watch for that coming possibly in 2019. Hashtag Gumcast. So Chris, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> um, this week, man. Uh, <laughs> Other than editing out a uh, short in a cable in a podcast. Oh man. <laughs> uh, if I, I would pay money to not have to do that again. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Chris, I can uh-huh. I can guarantee you that there are graduates from like colleges that would wholeheartedly take you up on that and be like, yeah, I'm I totally in. had I'll, that thought. While I, I was... will. I will accept your money to edit this, uh, this, these out of this podcast. I had that thought while I was doing it. I was sitting there being like, "Man, this this would make a great project for somebody I was either interviewing or I just wanted to teach how to edit out some things." Yeah, I mean, we all like even in college. Like, I feel like that was that was uh, some projects were like that. Where oh it's like, yeah. Hey, edit the pops and clicks out of this, and it's like, okay, sweet. Okay. Um, Got to know how to do it. So uh, this week, I haven't been up to a ton. Um, been uh, working real hard trying to get ahead because next week is Christmas. This is true. And, this is the last podcast. I, this is the last podcast Christmas. before Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone! Merry Christmas, man. We should have, we should do something. We'll, we'll think of something by the end of the show. Um, and uh, and so I I watched 
Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift last night, the worst of the Fast and Furiouses, but it was on Saturday. Oh, I'll tell you what I did. Uh, okay, so my, our company Christmas party was on Saturday, and um, went to that, and then at midnight at the Belcourt in Nashville, they had a midnight showing of Die Hard. Nice. And I went to that after the party. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. And uh, watched Die Hard on the big screen. That's super cool. I dude. did it a couple years ago with um, James Cameron, who was on the show. Um, and uh, he, uh, it was his favorite movie. Yep. And we went there, I think it was 2015. Um, and it was like before the Belcourt remodeled and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there was probably, like, it was probably like, I would say like maybe a third of the, the room was filled. That's awesome, but dude. This time it was almost, it was almost straight a packed out house. Yeah, dude. Um, so it was awesome. It was a lot of fun, and like, and of course, like with that, like these are the people who love this movie mm-hmm. as as we do, mm-hmm. and um, they know every line, you know, and laugh, you know. It's just like I love going to see movies with people who love this movie yep. as much as you do. Yep. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, dude. The uh, like the Belcourt, I feel like has gotten really like popular but uh, like they've gotten better about telling people what movies are there yeah like, they're better at marketing yeah now. where it's like before like i would hear about a movie that like i really would have loved to see there yeah two months after it was there right and it was like wait that was there why didn't i know about <laughs> this whereas like now i know about like things in advance where i'm like okay sweet if i'm available i'm there you know that sort yeah. of thing so it's, if, i feel like they've gotten a lot better for our listeners that's where i went and saw um uh the mr rogers documentary yep. earlier my this year yep have you watched that yet no i have not it's real good I'm, I'm, that one's one, like, there's a big list of, like, things that I missed, like, over, like, a, yeah, like a couple Max. of months, like, well, see, that's years ago <laughs> at this point, that's, that's on the list as well, but it's lower now, because Real it's, like, Steel? there's newer things oh, that, that have one? happened, one of that my favorite one's way of all down time. The, see, that's just, it needs to happen at some point, but, I just need I, have, the, I need to have you come over, and we just need to watch the movie, I need to have true. a movie night, and we're the, gonna watch the movie. I'm down, um, but we also, like, I just, I wait for them to hit, like, streaming services, too, and it's like, they're never yeah. gonna hit these things. They're never going to hit Hulu and, and Netflix, I feel like. Real Last Steel week we talked not. with, uh, I talked with Jared on the show, so I won't rehash it here, but um, uh, there's a ton of, uh, like, Incredibles 2 is coming to Netflix. Yep. Um, uh, Infinity Wars coming to Netflix. Yeah. A lot of, like, newer Disney movies are coming yep. to Netflix. Well, it's like, that's because this is the last year, I think, of their, the Disney uh, Netflix deal. Well, yeah, our, our theory was, hey, you know, and, and our suggestion to Disney is throw everything up there mm-hmm. and then... Yank it away. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like what everyone's appetites. Like I said, like the week of the release of their sense. streaming service, yeah. they should dump everything on there. Yeah. All, their whole catalog. Yeah. And then just yank it away. And like, market. Wait people get halfway through all these movies yeah. and just gone. And like market the the heck out of it where it's like, oh, oh yeah. cut, you know, you you want to see all the Disney movies? They're now exclusively on the Disney service uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so side note. I did was reading an article. We talked about the Daredevil uh, like being canceled from Netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were like theorizing where it's like, oh, it's because they don't want to like basically market for the streaming service, which that was confirmed to some extent because the ratings, like the viewership of the uh, Netflix released it. Well. It was like some like there's some sort of a firm where it's like oh they, how do they, they like, know they, that's that's the thing but like they they were like oh no these were like very popular on the Netflix streaming service yeah I, like I don't know like th- that's weird to me it's the same thing like there's uh there's some podcast services out there that like 
post podcast rankings of mm. podcasts that they don't even host. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how, do in you the, know? how in the world? I feel like you're just making these yeah. numbers up. Yeah. And then also the uh, the deal like was leaked online uh, from someone who like worked at Netflix or like whatever, the Marvel studio, where the contract for Daredevil and all of the other shows, except for they weren't the they didn't list um Punisher, Punisher, but they have a two-year exclusivity where it's like uh, Disney can't produce these characters in a TV format oh. for the next two years after it was canceled. Interesting. So, yeah, so it's like, so oh, this iteration of Daredevil's probably over. 2020, well, maybe 2020 we'll get another one? Maybe, if they like decide, hey, in 2020 it's still popular enough over I there. I wonder if that, that includes animated. Mm, that's a good question, too. I think it was, it, it might have just been this iteration, or like it would have to be like a reboot or something, too. Like mm. maybe if they just got so a different actors. So they could actors. immediately reboot it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to have the exclusivity. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, they were kind of on a, they weren't coming out with those things every year anyway. No, I mean, they were, they were like, on a two year, like, production cycle it felt like anyway yeah it seemed like there was like getting longer and longer too because i think yeah. like some of the actors like were in, in demand at other places and it's like oh just to work with their schedule so yeah, yeah. anyway i have been up to <laughs> i've been traveling like we traveled up to uh to illinois to see some family to uh have des meet the other uh great grandma and uh, that was awesome but largely like it's like uh oh, that didn't really allow for much time like that's why i was yeah. out last last week um and then this week has been like a, a di- uh, doing some Red Dead Redemption like here and there. Oh, nice! And uh, so I'm chipping away at Red Dead Redemption. <sighs> Starting this weekend, I'm gonna get back into it. Man, there is some cool stuff in that game. Like that is not the main quest. Like I've I've basically stalled out again in chapter three, where it's like <laughs> oh, I've done like three missions in chapter three, and now I'm just roaming around the world finding ridiculous things out there. That's amazing. And. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, there's there's one pocket of the map, like, yeah. where I, like, st- you know, usually I stumble across something. It's like, oh, it's cool. And then you kind of go a little ways away, and it's like, oh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, here's something cool here. Yeah. It's, like, just enough to get you over the, the thing. But there was a one pocket where there was, like, four or five really, like, in-depth, like, world-building kind of, like, storytelling through the environment type of stuff going on all in the same spot. And then something else, like, that I saw, and I was like... Oh, I figure like this is going to be some sort of a mission later on, maybe, mm. but like isn't right now, but it's a super cool thing to find right now, mm. all in this like one tiny little pocket of the of the world. That's crazy. And I was like, what is going on up here? Like why, like from an intellectual a game design pr- perspective, why do that? Why shove all of this really cool stuff up there? And I'm wondering if like maybe like it ties together later. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I forgot to mention, I also played Ashen. Ooh. It's out on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's a Dark Souls. It's a Souls kind of game. Yeah. Um. It's actually. It feels like it's. It. it the mechanics are almost a, just a blatant ripoff of <laughs> Dark Souls. I saw some dodge rolling going on on some footage on that, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that looks like Dark Souls." Oh, well, it's it's the thing is it's less dark though. Like, uh, <laughs> there's Souls. The Souls part is there. Yeah. But the dark part is not there. The dark part is yeah. there. Yeah. It um uh. Ooh, a cookie break. Oh, cookies. Oh, thank you. Catherine and Desmond just brought brought cookies to us. Thank you. Thank you. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So did you play it? Is it multiplayer? Okay. I'm trying to remember how much of this. these cookies are amazing. I feel like I talked about this a little bit last week. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't talk with cookies in my mouth. I mean, neither of us should, but it's happening. Um, I talked last week about this experience, I think, uh, in a different context, but... Mm -hmm. Long story short, the multiplayer system is super convoluted. And I'm like, why in the world in 2018 
It's true. Do I have to input a random six-digit number? The person I want to play with has to put the same six-digit number in. Then it somehow possibly pairs us in the same server, hopefully. And hopefully there's no one else using that, that same six-digit number and ends up in our server. And then you have to be, like, basically on the same boss in the game. So I can't, like, join – you can't join games. There's no, you know, enemy scaling or level scaling or anything like that that they can do, apparently. Wow. It's, so, like, if you don't start the game with a friend and finish it, like, that night. Basically. It's like, well. It is – it's so wow. um, The only thing that's worse is switch friend codes. That's the only thing worse. It's because the digit – there's more digits. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um, longer. Uh, so yes, there's multiplayer, but like, I seriously doubt I'm ever going to be able to play mm. with any of my friends because I'd have to either wait for them or they'd have to wait for me to catch up or yeah. something, you know? That's a bummer. Um, I also play Below. Below is out. I started Below. Yeah. And I... Did you get stuck? No, well, no. The funny thing is I got through the first cinematic because it's so long. Oh, like the, the very first, first cinematic... Well, that's not, that's not even part... <laughs> It's basically that's the, that's the only part. Yeah, that's what you ended there. Well, it's basically the music, right? It's like yeah, I put on my headphones, two, like I was like settling down for it's two for minutes like, of a slow <laughs> push in. Yeah, but it's like I was so. So let me set the scene. <laughs> Desmond gone down for a nap. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is a great time. He's probably gonna be down for like you know an hour. Yeah, and so I'm gonna like get some gaming in tonight, and then it's like I put on the headphones, sit down in front of the couch, turn off all the lights, start below. And it's like it's the slow push in with the music going crazy. And I'm like, this is amazing and atmospheric. And then I like it's all the way in, and I start like I was able to move. And then Desmond woke up, and I was like, okay, <laughs> pause. And then never came back to it. <laughs> Literally later that night, I was like, you know, I could go back to below and get another few minutes into this like really slow thing, or I could just play Red Dead. So I, I actually, played Red Dead instead. I actually loved that beginning. It the was music so, is fantastic. Oh, it was, and it was like, and it was giving me like Blade Runner vibes, which yeah. you still haven't seen. Oh, dude, but like, it was giving me like Stranger Things, like where it's like, oh, this yeah, is like definitely. those big like Paul yeah, things kind of going things. on. And it's like, yeah. yeah, same kind of sounds. And um, uh, Blade and Runner twenty forty nine. We should clarify. You yeah. Know? Well, the first one had the same kind of music. In it, that's too. right. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's the one that I haven't seen. Yes. It's been a long time since I've seen the original Blade yeah. Runner, but I have seen the original Blade Runner. <laughs> And it's just like that big, you know, I don't know, like it was, it was just so immersive. And I think that's yeah. what, because you reach the point, you expect it to either do something different yeah. or allow you to control something along the way. But once you figure out there's none of that happening, like no. you basically like a minute in, you're like, I'm just going to, I'm all along for the ride. Yeah. So then you just stare at the screen for another like minute and a half. Yeah. And just like let this whole thing just wash over you. Yeah. Well, like I love like how it built the too, sound blanket. Cause like, yeah, with the sound blanket covering your body, you know, um, go back two episodes to figure out what the sound blanket is. Uh, the, but like whenever I, whenever I had it on, I was like, what is this? I'm looking at like a starry sky. But then it's like it peels back and like it starts moving and like, oh, no, that's clouds. And then it's like, oh, that's ocean. That's and so like it really like peels this thing back in layers to the point where like literally by the like whenever I I paused it and like stopped, I was almost like I had a really good experience with this game so far. So <laughs> I'm done for the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I will say like the one thing about below is it d does not explain anything to you. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Wright warned me about that before I got into it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even just understand the extent to which it doesn't explain anything to you to where like, I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do, where to go. I've now wasted resources doing yeah. things yeah, yeah. because you know, you like, you have food and health and water and you got to carry this stuff with you, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm kind of like, 
okay, I just need to watch. I need to watch a video of someone playing this game. Yeah. And then and then play it and then tackle it. Yeah. It's funny, like games. It's that's become something that's a little bit more common. Where it's like uh, with Minecraft, like whenever Minecraft like was released, it's like, oh, we don't explain anything to anybody. And it's like, oh, the crafting, like you didn't even have like a crafting menu. You just put materials together and hoped it created something. Um, until like people created giant wikis that are dedicated to like what does this do? Um, but these days, like. I like games that like because this is run based. Like uh, you get start from the beginning basically every single time that you you uh, fail in below, and so it's but it's like it, those types of games. It, if they don't tell you anything, it really needs to be like a simple kind of a mechanic where it's like oh with they don't really tell you anything at all in something like Dead Cells either. But it's like literally I know I have to run from point A to point B and kill everything along the way. Yeah, like that's the point. Yeah, there's just a lot. There's more, not a survival mechanic. Yeah, there's you know, a lot more systems in place. Yeah, gameplay systems in below. It's interesting. Um, so anyway, that's what I've been up to. I love it. I, love <laughs> I don't it. know why I couldn't remember any of that. <laughs> well, Chris, yeah, we're gonna review Aquaman. Okay, it's gonna be the the wet like most water based review that we've ever had. I don't know what that means. I don't even know either. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> Aquatic. That's the word I was looking Aqu- for. I was looking for the word aquatic. <laughs> water-based. Water-based. Came up with. You know, that's... that's Makes the, it sound like you're talking about a paint. <laughs> water-based paint. I reached into my brain, my vocabulary section, the vocabulary pouch of your brain. Oh, man. And pulled out the word... You want me to forget how to speak <laughs> or how the English language works? <laughs> Throw a crossword right in front of me. Oh, man. And be like, what's a uh, five-letter word for blah, blah, blah? I'm like... No clue. <laughs> You're like, I don't even know that word. Couldn't come up with that if my life depended on it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So I always love the back of the box, like uh, of of like uh, cereal, where they'll have like the fill in the blank stuff, and they're like they're ridiculously easy. But I feel so good after like doing them. Oh yeah, because like because it's like, <laughs> what's a letter for uh, something that you you know use to eat cereal, and it starts with an S and it ends with an N. It's a spoon. You know, it's like, oh, sweet. I feel like a genius now. Like, uh, So you start your day off with a bowl of cereal, read the back of the box, you feel like a genius. Here's a question. Yeah. Have you ever legitimately used a spork for anything that you would have used a spoon for? Mm. I feel like they give it to you, like most of the places that give me a spork, yeah. give it to me in place of a fork. Mm-hmm. Like, I need a fork to eat this. Mm-hmm. The closest thing they have is a spork. Yeah. I, it's not like I don't go to some place and get soup and they hand me a spork. So now hang on. I also believe, and I've, I've thought about this numerous times where I was like, yes, this is this is true. I don't necessarily, like, you couldn't eat soup with with a spoon. But I was like, oh, you could with eat. With a spork? Like, yeah, with a spork, yeah. Because it, it would all just run out the, the I, mean, I feel like part. you could. You just wouldn't get as much soup as you would if you had a spoon. But you know what I would use? Hmm. I would use a knife and a fork, like, smashed together. For soup? No, just in general, because like I've tried to use, I've used the spoon edge of a spork, a spoon, wait, a, whatever it is, a spork. <laughs> Vocabulary. I've used the spoon edge of a spork to like as a knife before, like where it's like, oh, I need to cut this thing, right, and so really, like I have to I cut really it that way. What we're talking about. That. But uh, but I, uh, those, a, I feel a like those fork are the and wrong a knife together. Yeah, fork and a knife together. How like, do you even do that? I don't know, but I feel like it would be it would be the <laughs> most <laughs> genius. <laughs> Just put like a knife edge on, yeah, on, on sharp, sharp edge on one side. All right, uh, my pick of the week. I'm, I'm going to go first. Yeah, my pick please. of the week. 
uh, iTunes is having a huge sale right now. Yeah. On a ton of movies. So like we're talking the Dark Knight, Nolan Dark Knight, the all three of them for like twenty bucks. Ooh, that's awesome. Every all six Resident Evil Evil movies for like thirty bucks. Four K. Uh, we're talking four K. Yeah. Every well, it went available. Every yeah. Die Hard movie, all five of them. Watch every single one of them except for the fifth one. That one's terrible. Uh, Live Free Die Hard is okay. Live Free Die Hard. What are you talking about? Live Free Die Hard is a fantastic movie. It was that the one where he ramped the car into the helicopter. Yes. Okay. Okay. That one. That one. It, it was, was like pretty a, good. It has like a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was pretty good. I, I yeah. That's. I was thinking of. The, I think I'm thinking of the last one because the last one was, uh, was the, really the, bad. The two that were I like, feel like it was so long ago. Huh? The last one that came out. I don't know if you even saw the last one. Because I don't think we've talked. We didn't go see it together. It came out on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about it on the podcast. That's right. And at the time, you hadn't seen it. So unless yeah, you've watched it since then, no, you, I haven't, you've never I haven't seen watched that one. It. Yeah, yeah you can ignore it, that one. Is it bad? It's, it's real bad. Okay. It has like a 16% of Rotten Tomatoes. Well, where's the, whichever one's the other bad one? Uh, the other one that is not as critically acclaimed is actually, I actually like a lot, is the third one with Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Uh, whenever... Hans Gruber's, or yeah, yeah one, one of the, the original one. Like, his brother shows up. That's or whatever. the one. That's the one where I'm like, I don't know, guys. I mean, it, I mean, it's uh, it's it's campy. You like it's, but again, it's like it's, it's this is I don't know. I feel like '80s movies mm-hmm. can be campy, they and I'm okay with it. with it. Yeah. Um, it I don't know. They get away with it a little bit more. Yeah. The further we get away from the t- like, maybe in, maybe in uh in in 2030, we'll be like, hey, Aquaman's uh, actually a good movie. <laughs> Spoilers for our review there, Chris. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but so anyway, huge <laughs> sale. Uh, James Bond. There's all like there's a uh, awesome. Timothy Dalton collection for like fifteen dollars. Uh, Pierce Brosnan collection for like fifteen dollars. Uh, Daniel Craig for like twenty five. Nice. Um, there's just a ton of like uh, not only that, but then single movies on sale. They have a bunch of five dollar four K movies. Um, I love Check it. it out. See if I bought Spy Game last night for five bucks. Dude, Spy Game is a movie. Fantastic movie. That is movie. like, ooh, it's such a good movie. I know, man. Like, and and I've actually this is something I haven't talked about on the show before. I've um, started whenever anytime I see any of Tony Scott's movies that he directed, yeah. on sale on iTunes, I've been buying them, yeah, because I would love to just have the like the Tony Scott collection, yeah. Because there's some I haven't. I don't. I think there was there was one I, I haven't seen or one or two I haven't seen. Mm. But uh, I need a, I need to pick up uh, Top Gun. It's on sale for seven dollars right now. Man, if if somebody hasn't seen Spy Game, they mm. need to buy that movie. Like, I mean, that's such a good movie. You got mm. Tony Scott number one oh, directing. So good. One of my favorite directors ever. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt. Yeah. At, like the 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 height of his young Brad Pitt. Yeah, self. it was it was that era. You know? Robert Redford as the, as oh the el- you know elite um, actor that he is. And, and a spy master in a that spy thing. movie. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's just it's a great movie, man. Like I literally every single like I can't. They throw a chair off a roof. Yeah, I was about to say if you if you see that movie, <laughs> like that's the scene where literally like anytime anybody says spy game, I think about a, a helicopter <laughs> shot circling constantly around yeah. a, a building, having a conversation on the roof of it, and the chair. It's like oh my goodness, yeah. this is like. Oh, it's so good. We should go through sometime and just do like a, a ongoing series where we review all of Tony Scott's movies. Like he has a, he has, he, and he would try different things every single movie, and I love that about him. Domino is one of my favorites. Oh of his man, too. yeah, and they, you know, in that movie they like developed all the the negatives in all this crate. Like they did it wrong, so the colors would come out crazy. Yeah, and like he like splash acid all over it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use the wrong spots. developer. Like, oh my goodness, this um, is amazing. 
like, and he would just do like there was just things that he would do that are just straight up Tony Scott things that no one else does. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and one of them is the stupid, just constantly rotating <laughs> yeah. helicopter shots. <laughs> These days, people do it, and I'm like, this is totally a Tony this Scott Tony thing. Scott, like, this man. is like text, and it's like I love it because it's yeah. like because I of of that because uh-huh. I love you know Tony Scott and like that vibe. It like adds the weird energy to like potentially boring conversations. Well, yeah, it's like we're just there's two guys sitting in two chairs on top of a roof. Yeah, talking. <laughs> <laughs> you give that to somebody like um, uh, 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 what's his face who directed uh, Gone Girl. Um, oh man, what is his name? Go look this up now. <laughs> uh, I can't think of uh, yeah, director's name. I names. can't think of his name either. So anyway, if, if oh my goodness, okay. Oh my goodness, Chris, what is his name? You said IMDb. Okay, David Fincher. <laughs> there it is. You give it to David Fincher, yeah. it's going to be a lockdown shot. Yeah. And it's not going like, to move. And half the time, it's not going to move off the person, one person. Yeah. In a two-person conversation. Right. But you give it to Tony Scott, you got helicopters flying everywhere, just rotating constantly around this scene, throwing chairs really off a roof. Extremely, like, close shots as you rotate around them, too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Of, It's like, what is going on here? Like, how, how did you do this? This is fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, it's... His, his stuff is great. So check out the iTunes sale and buy all the movies your heart desires. Chris, my pick of the week this week is Into the Spider-Verse in IMAX 3D. Oh, specifically. To make specifically it different, to make it different than, like, I'm literally using this as, like, a Trojan horse to be able to talk about this movie. Yeah, which you haven't, we, we reviewed it last week. I haven't listened to your review, okay. so I don't know where you came down on this movie. Uh, Jared gave it a 7, and I gave it a 9... I would like to see the world in which this is a seven. I don't. I don't. I don't get but it. This Jared. See, he the, he really liked it. The thing. I know. I know. That's that's a high score from for for Jared. It is a high score. It, but like in like looking at this movie, I don't see much. Like I don't see anything. I would really like be like, oh, they could have done this better, or this better, or this better. Like there's really very little in there that I would change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, without without getting deep into it. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, just not at the base level. It's a great story, but it's pretty predictable. Like, there's a couple things that I didn't see coming. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but like, you know, like just the overall kind of like, it, it's more of an origin story than I think uh, it should have been. It was also kind of long. Like, there, it, there were some parts that like moved really, really slow. And um, I'm trying to say this without <laughs> this is hard. We can uh, also talk. I mean, because like if if people listen to the review, yeah, it's listen like, to the ah, review. You know, listen to the review. The uh, but like guys, the the 3D in this thing. Yeah, see, this is the thing. Is I want fantastic. I, I, again, I gave this a nine. I'm I'm, just, I'm trying to explain. You know, like yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's uh, I want to go back and see it in 3D because mm-hmm. as I was watching it. I was like, I wonder what this looks like in 3D. <laughs> it is like it's one of those things. Like I was planning on seeing this movie twice in theaters, once in 3D and once in 2D. Yeah. But like after watching it in 3D, I'm literally like, I want to see this again in 3D, mm. and then just like forget the 2D, like mm-hmm. until home video or whatever. Because yeah. like the way that it's presented with the the kind of uh, art style that it is, where it's like, oh, we, you know, basically take two images separate the colors and stuff they're all at like weird different planes well, and see that's the thing and, like, like from the moment that it started where the oh there's like paint splotches and this like really abstract kind of stuff for the credits coming in like i was like oh this is this is way different than yeah. anything i've ever seen before so i mean and it's like that when you're watching it in 2d as well um and, and uh, you know like so the thing that made me be like i want to see this in 3d is like 
in especially toward the beginning of the movie, I don't think they do as much toward the end. When things are out of focus, there's actually like two lines mm-hmm. rather than it just being out of focus. I'm like, right. I want to see what this looks like in 3D because that feels like it's built for 3D. It's really like it's something special in in 3D. And the, the funny thing is, like, there are very few 3D showings of it. Like, there aren't as many 3D showings as there are 2D. I showings. don't think there's that many 3D showings about anything anymore. And it's weird. Like, I in fact, like this movie was in in IMAX, but it was only in the IMAX uh, 3D for one showing of the day and yeah. it was the late showing. So like 10 30 at night. And I was like, okay, well I have to go see this thing. Um, but dude, it is fantastic. Like as far as a, from a visual standpoint and from an audio standpoint, like this thing is like spot on as oh, well. Yeah. Like the soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, man, this movie blew me away, man. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wright was, was uh, posting our discord server, like for some of the like glitches and stuff like that in the, uh, did you see this? Comment? I haven't watched it yet. No. Or some, some of the glitches in the, uh, um, the orchestral sound part of the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, they they recorded the orchestra, transferred it to vinyl, and had a DJ like do his thing to like, it for the soundtrack. Actually, scratch it. Yes, that's awesome. So, like it's not this isn't digital. Yeah, like it's actually analog, like a DJ scratching the orchestral soundtrack. That is so killer. For the movie, it's interesting. Like whenever they use like some uh, like pop tracks, like we're like, oh, these were recorded like just for this movie, or like were written and recorded for the movie, like right, inspired right, by right. the movie. Um. The mix was always spot on. Like it wasn't yeah. like so. For instance, back in Black Panther review, whenever we talked about that, there was oh, one yeah. moment where it was like the big song happens in it. Whenever they walk into yeah, the casino, the worst, and it's like it was mixed so low in the in like who you know the 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 mix. It was like oh, this is a fantastic song, but it's mixed so quietly in this thing and so like to the environment to the dialogue going on. It's like it's such in the background that it's like this should be like really forward. Yeah, um, it kind of kills that moment. Whereas this movie had none of that, where it's like, this is always exactly how it needs to be in the, the surround sound. Like, it's like, oh, there's instruments that are flying around you. Mm-hmm. There's vocals that are flying around you. It's like, this is, I don't know, man. It was so good. Yeah, they did a great job with that movie. As far as the uh, the story goes, like, I mean, I, I I wouldn't ding it for being predictable in that that way. Like, I don't know. It's just like, there's, there's two schools of thought today in my mind of like, predictability and then like, oh, really big surprises or whatever. It's like, oh, it's the J.J. Abrams is like, way out there on the surprise side of things and then something like a Spielberg movie is like really like on the like oh this is more predictable side of things yeah and so it's like I don't know I don't know that I really like there are fantastic versions of both of those yeah and it's like I don't know that I don't know that's the thing and we'll talk about this kind of with Aquaman too is like I think this is the this is the problem though I I would rather than take an approach like Insomniac did with Spider-Man PS4 and forego the origin story hmm. and drop into the story that we've se- we've seen this origin origin story so many times. Um, and even I know this is Miles Morales, but it's so similar that it's like we might as well not even see this. Um, and whenever you add in add that like to the length, um, mm-hmm. where it's like it does drag in the middle, and it is a two hour long movie. And if you like got rid of some of that stuff, it would actually like the pacing would be a lot better. Interesting. Um, and and while it's it's cool, really cool visuals, I'm, I, you know, I, I feel the same way. Like when we've talked about before, like with Doctor Strange and Ant Man, and like origin stories are origin stories, mm-hmm. and like people try to make them different, but they're still the same every single time. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I, I feel like you know, we're jumping ahead of here, but like even Aquaman got caught in that. Where it's like oh, yeah. we've already seen Aquaman, we've been introduced to him, but now we're we're like retroactively going back and doing a. A uh, uh, origin, origin story, story for him. I'm yeah. like, good night, people. It's interesting. Like, stop this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and again, 
I rated it a nine. It's a great movie. Fantastic. I blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the things. Though that's the one thing that I'm like that whole you know keeps it for me at least yeah. from being like a, a a perfect ten. If they had if you know I compare it to something like the Lego Movie. I would put that a nine point five or maybe even a ten. Mm-hmm. You know, like in terms of animation, like because it broke ground oh, yeah. the same way that this movie breaks ground, just in a different way in yeah, terms of it's animation. Like, oh, it makes, it's like and, Legos, but I think they told a better story, origin story that was different than the the normal origin story, and then the way they brought it into the real life and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, this this movie still like you know hit me emotionally and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like too like I'm like okay, this is we've seen all this. You know, uh, and with, I mean, I could go into the things that did surprise me that I liked a lot, yeah, but yeah. I, that would spoil half the movie. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, like, and that's, a, yeah, and that's just a difference of like, oh, this, w- like, going in, it's like, oh, what do I want to see? Or like, what do I expect from this? Of like, oh, you know, because like the surprises that hit me, like, because you said, there's things in there that yeah. like, surprised me a lot. And it's like, those things were enough, I guess, to where I didn't really like care that like some of these other smaller things were predictable or were like, and yeah. I feel like the things that they retreaded, whether it's like somebody's, you know, oh, here's, let me, let me backtrack on this origin story. Or like, let me tell you about this piece of this yeah. person's personality. Like it wasn't, it went by fast enough in the yeah. moment. It, you're right. Well, it does run up the length of the yeah. entire movie, but like in the moment, it didn't necessarily yeah. um, detract from what was like. I think the other. I'm trying, I'll also remember now. I think the other thing is like because we also do it for multiple characters in the same movie. Yeah. And I do call it out. By the time they like call it out, it's like it was getting old. Yeah. I'm like this is, uh, and then so they call it out. But I'm like mm-hmm. at that point, like should I be even feeling that the fact that it's getting old in the first place? I don't really want to, hmm. you know. And then I think the the other like just this last thing I'll say before we you know like I'll I'll be done after this uh, because we talked about all this last week yeah um, there were so many characters that we are supposed to care about mm. but because there's so many characters we mm. don't care about them deeply yeah. as deeply as Miles yeah. like Miles Miles and possibly. Um, another person yes uh you care about a lot yes but all the other versions um yeah. you're like yeah but but then the whole like conceit revolves around uh saving them or whatever you know so it's like yeah and like i i, I get that like that was if if there is a criticism of, of it is like that that they don't have as much of a story arc for a lot of the characters. Yeah. Like some of the characters literally are just like, oh, end in the same exact spot yeah. that they were at the beginning. But we're supposed to care deeply about them. Right. Or you know? the, the, okay, the change that happened was really superficial and very shallow in the first place of like, oh, well, this person's different, but it's like this really like weird thing. And you're like, I don't know that I really care that they're different now. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, it's, I, I get that aspect of it. But yeah, that's literally the only thing where I was like, it's oh, still, man, still a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Go see this movie. Like, it's like probably my favorite movie of this year, I would say. Possibly. If I, need I were a, to, like, whenever we get into the year end discussions yeah. in, a, in a week or so, <laughs> that's two weeks. That's the thing. I, I always forget what happened in a year. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And we go back and it's like, oh, Solo was this year. Oh, and man. Like, Solo was this year. Um, Screw it. Solo's my favorite one. But like, I, th- I really do like, and thinking about it, because I was like, is this my favorite movie of the year? And I literally like went back and I was like, I think it is. Like, I really do think that this one yeah, hit me. It's really good. Um, because it lands on every single level, even the soundtrack, like I said. So, Aquaman. Aquaman. Our aquatic review of Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do some spoiler-free. We'll do some spoiler-free stuff, and, and then we'll spoiler. do some spoiler stuff. Uh, as you could probably tell already, this was a weird movie. It's a very strange movie. Um, 
tonally uh, is what made it weird. It looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Everything looks amazing. Uh, any knock that we had, remember when like Justice, how bad Justice League looked? Oh, dude, Justice League looks looked yeah. really rough. This movie looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like the the casting. I feel like the acting wasn't that great. Yep. At at times. At times, and for large portions of the movie. Um, but also, I, I feel don't know like why I either. Like That's were, the other thing. Well, <sighs> I don't know. I I there are. We have had limited exposure to Jason Loma. He was in Game of Thrones, but hardly said anything. And what he did was in Dothraki. So there's that. Um, I've, I've heard that he's been he's been good in a couple of other movies that he's done. I just haven't seen them, so I have no mm-hmm. uh, basis for that. But I feel like he was better in Justice League. He was really good in Justice League. <laughs> so I'm like, is it the direction or, or the script? And maybe both. I feel like it's. Um, I feel like it must be a little bit of that both. There. Never been a huge fan of Amber Heard's acting in the first place. Um, I feel like uh, some of that is her. <laughs> um, but I also blame the script and direction there I mean, I as well. Like some of the, it's like, so, like the script in a lot of cases, like it's like, well, I don't know. It, it, Half those lines felt like the, it felt like a, a dry run. Yeah. It felt like you're like, oh, I'm just saying these lines just to say them and I'm just saying these lines and now they're, they're, now they're over. Yeah, and like, so for me, as far as, as far as that goes, like, I was like, any normal person says this, like it, it would sound weird. Like it, like I don't know, I don't care who you are. You say that line, and you're, it's going to sound really strange. And like, there were a few few moments like that where I was like, well, why well, that came off really strange? Why? Oh, it's because like any hum, normal human doesn't talk that way, you know? It's and yeah. so but, and part get, of that you can get away with with like some of the like Atlantean people because oh, maybe they talk that way. Sure, and I think they were trying to kind of do that. Yeah. But I'm like, but then you need to like they need to have a. Uh, an accent yeah. or like they, they need to be odd in other ways other yeah. than just the way that the, it's, it, and it's not even like, it's not even the ways where you're like, Oh yeah, they talk different. It's like, that's just like slight. It's, it's grammatically odd. Yeah. It's not even like, Oh, they just, they're, they, they're a different culture. Or, or it's like a, the, the verb is in the wrong place or it's yeah, like, they're exactly. not like, they're not it's, doing that type of thing. No, like it's, it's literally like, just like, well, why well, did you strange the way you said that? Why'd you phrase it that way? You know? <laughs> um, and like, that's the, it's interesting. Like whenever like a, a fantastic actor, like Nicole Kidman and you're like, wait a second, what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I, I think that she, did, so like, this, this wh- is the what thing. What direction was, was given at the very, like the, for the first couple of scenes of this thing where it's well, like, man, this is very the, odd. And this is the thing. Like, yeah, man, it's such a long movie. And they try mm-hmm. to shove so much into it, but then they don't explain things, you know, where it's like, okay, we're talking about all this lore and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, how do they know this thing's a portal and all this kind of stuff. But then they just throw out, throw out these things or, you know, it's going to tear us to shreds or whatever. And, uh, I mean, this is spoilers, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> light spoilers. Yeah. Light spoilers. There's a portal guys. Uh, and, <laughs> and it might uh, tear them to shreds. It might tear them to shreds, but we don't know why. We don't know how they know it's a portal or that, that it will tear them to shreds. They don't really. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that, that's stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the things that they would say that mm-hmm. are talking about Atlantis or yeah. the you know the history and lore of the underwater people, whatever you call them. Um, that and they would reference like, so things, and you're like, like I, I don't kingdoms. know what you're talking about. And it's not even like in a clever way. Yeah, you know where El, you know, it's not like Lord of the Rings. Elrond mentions something, you know, and Frodo's like, Ooh, I wonder what that is. And yeah. later you find no. Yeah, you, and in a lot of ways, you don't have like, and I think we talked about with uh, with uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man: Homecoming. We talked about how 
like his friend or like him they they play the role of like oh what's that you know how <laughs> yeah. does this work and then you and explain it to them you really need that no, but you need something to but do at that. the same time like you either have to have that like that's yeah. a really like low-hanging fruit really like weird like but also i needed less talking in this movie i know right so much talking and that's the other thing about it. like the way that the the movie was paced it's like the, the story that they told is essentially like we were talking afterwards i was like okay this is this is like the Aquaman of New 52 happened and then Jeff Johns took over the writing of Aquaman and it was fantastic. It was like this amazing reboot. He was, he, this is that Aquaman. But they took like three of his arcs like that could have been, in my mind, like standalone movies in and of themselves. Like he took like three of those and shoved them together for this story that largely just like doesn't work on yeah. any of those stories. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't, land for either of those three stories so keep that in mind because i, I want to like go through that whenever you start spoiling it yeah um but yeah i agree with that so like it's uh, it's, it's really long the pacing's all off looks beautiful yeah i think well cast in terms of the way the actors you know look but really bad acting at times whether that's the fault of the actor director or screenplay whatever <laughs> it doesn't matter at the end of the day yeah it's just real bad acting it just it just feels awkward um and then um Music, I think, was it was it, had highs and lows. Yeah, it was, there were moments it was that great, I, and sometimes yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, there were moments where I was like, "Oh man, this is like get the soundtrack for this." And then yeah. like other I've times, heard, I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What I, in the world is happening?" I right don't now? know. Why is there an electric guitar? <laughs> why, why is it? Why is? Oh man. But yeah, dude. <sighs> like that's the thing. Like about like, it was I, a deeply frustrating movie for it, me. It was because it's like there there would go from a moment of like, oh, that's a really cool action scene. Like that's yeah. a really awesome like fight sequence in you know the, yeah. a really cool location. It's visually stunning, and then go into like, why are we doing this next yeah. thing? Or like, why is it? Why aren't we moving right along? Yeah. Like it's it's a pretty long movie, and. There's a lot of it that could have been could have been trimmed a little bit there. Um, the entire framing of the whole thing was really cool in the uh, in that like oh it's like it's the origin story of him in that it's through his parents like through this lens of like oh you're, you're my my dad yeah that, a, that part was cool yeah exactly it's the setup for this version of Aquaman and it's like yeah that's really fun but and it comes together like book ending at the beginning and end, but it's like the delivery in between all of that is really, really not great. And, and, and we talked about this earlier in this show, so I don't, I don't feel weird bringing it up. One of the problems I have with origin stories is that you spend the majority of the movie not watching your, the superhero be the superhero. And, and it's the same problem I have whenever uh, superheroes either A, fight someone exactly like them, or B, get their powers taken away. C origin story. Add that to to the list of like. Yeah. I do not watch Aquaman to not see Aquaman be Aquaman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like at least Superman from the very beginning of every movie, he can still fly and shoot stuff out of his eyeballs, and you know, like he's doing all the things because of the yellow sun. <laughs> it's not like, oh man, I gotta you know do this and then I can become blah blah blah. It's like, oh man. But also, Ant Man at least but, was al- Ant Man. That's true. Also, <laughs> Superman doesn't save his dad from a tornado. I mean, yeah, that's a different. That's a different issue. Uh, you know. But anyway, that's my problem with this origin story. Is like, yeah, sure, uh, it's Aquaman. We don't see him be Aquaman for most of this movie. Yeah, and that's a bummer. Yeah, or I mean, just you know, 
uh, we need to spoil this so that we can. That's right. Get um, into it. So, do we say see this? Don't see this. I say don't see this. I say don't see this in theaters. Like it's what's hilarious is like the sh- there was one of the showings that we were gonna go to it was like sold out, and I was like, why? You know, but it's like this is a, gonna be a big movie. I, I mean, feel like that's the thing. It's a it's it's Aquaman. We've never seen an Aquaman movie. A lot of, a lot of people love Aquaman. Yeah, it's underwater, so this is like a different kind of superhero movie than we've ever seen before. Uh, it should have, they should have done it right. Yeah. Um, but it's just not the greatest. I mean, again, this is the thing though. It looks fantastic. So like, mm-hmm. if you want to see some really cool stuff on screen, yeah, sure. But for the average movie goer, I'm like, just wait till this comes out on Netflix or something. Yeah. I mean like it's wherever, wherever these DC mediocre DC <clears throat> movies have gone, you know, like wait until it comes there, you know, yeah. like it's just, just go with that. Yeah. Um, we're going to spoil this thing. Mm. Spoiler countdown is happening right now. And uh, we're going to spoil it in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Aquaman's mom wasn't dead. What? Um, Genuinely, did you think she was dead? No. Like the whole time? No, because they kept, they kept, they kept. Me either. Uh, they kept referencing it to mm-hmm. the fact that she was killed. No, she was killed. Mm-hmm. She was she was taken and sacrificed in the trench. Mm-hmm. She was sacrificed in the trench. Mm-hmm. And like the, and then they made a very big point earlier with his dad saying, "You don't know that she's yeah. dead." Like, okay, cool. Yeah. She's not dead. Um, yeah. So okay. So briefly, they tell three basically different stories yep. here. So in in Jeff John's run of Aquaman, he started it off with like the whole setup. He didn't do any flashbacks, none of the stuff of like, oh, this is let me show him his parents meeting. He literally just jumped to like Arthur, who's living in this uh, like uh, in this sea town with his dad as the lighthouse keeper, and it's like he's just dealing with life. Um, similar to the where we found uh, Arthur in Justice uh, League. Justice League. Yeah. And that's where he began. And that's like where we stay for a minute until the trench attack, which the trench are in this movie. Yeah. And, uh, and they come out of the deepest uh, trench in the, uh, the ocean, the Atlantic ocean. And they come out and they attack the, uh, the like surface world, like these seamen, like it's very like uh, horror driven in that way, like for the first like arc and they attack Atlantis and we introduce him to this, this like, Oh, well, I've got to figure out what's going on in this trench. What's bugging them out in the trench and stuff. And so that's the first arc. The second arc is the outsiders, which is black Manta where he's like, Oh, the, the black Manta is trying to get revenge on me right now because of this other thing that happened whenever, I I accidentally killed his father, which in this case, it's like they used this intentionally letting his father die um, as like, oh, I'm going to spare Orm later on because it could come back and bite me if I don't. And so like, that's a weird way to like shoehorn in a, like the Black Manta story, which is a really cool character, very cool story. But it's like, why does it need to be in this movie? Other than to shoehorn in this way of like, I'm going to spare Orm later on. Then the third arc for for this was the, I'm going to become king of Atlantis and Orm is a bad dude and he's going to declare war on the surface world. Literally, they took all three of these stories and tried to like shove them into the same thing, like in the same time frame, in the same space. They took these three epic arcs that are really cool, really revealing in the comics. It's like, oh, week by week, you're like, oh man, this is like building on the the lore and the knowledge and it's like oh we've introduced Atlantis we've introduced Mera now we've introduced all of these things and all the puzzle pieces come together to where whenever he actually becomes king it's like oh this is awesome none of that's here 
It's all like just shoved together, put it into a hat, shake it up really, you know, and then pull one piece out at a time and like put it up on a board. Yeah, I mean, this movie would have been way better if they just picked one. And honestly, yeah. like, I mean, I, if I was going to pick one, I would say like, Focus on what you start focusing on in the beginning, the story of your mom and your father. And you can even, like, you know, deal with the whole, like, hey, she was sacrificed in the trench and go get the trident and, like, go on this kind of national treasure kind of, you know, search for the trident. That was awesome. I I loved that stuff, honestly. Like, if we're talking about my favorite parts of the movie, it was whenever they were going after that trident and finding it. Like, they're out in the Sahara and they're in this crazy cool place and they have to use water, even though that was cheesy, but use water to get this thing to work in this dry land. And uh, then, like, when they go into the trench and all the visuals with that, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. It looked amazing. Well, then the trench are such cool characters is like they don't necessarily need their own like arc or their own movie or anything like that they can be like elements of this one but it's like the way that they were in this one was like oh it's so like on the edges of the thing that yeah. it's like i don't i don't quite well, understand that i also thought it was funny it's like or basically they basically went to the center of, like journey to the center of the earth <laughs> like right. yeah, that was <laughs> right and then all of a sudden it's like the cool. ocean at the center of the planet and you're which like, they did what? bring up jules verne several times so i guess I you know it. they just had a you know, give them another. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, here you go. Wait, was that Jules Verne? Or was that uh, H.G. Wells? I think I might have been H.G. Wells. I'm going to look it up. I think it's H.G. Wells. Yeah, well, you're probably thinking you're, think you're right. Mm. Actually, I don't know. I, I, would, I say I'm 50-50 on either one right now. That it could have been Jules Verne or H.G. Wells. Some Jules Verne. Yeah, right I was right the, the first, first time. time. I shouldn't have second guessed myself. Should have trusted yourself, man. I always feel, this is the thing. I always feel like I think something is uh, an author, and it always ends up being H.G. Wells. Uh, oh no, no, that was you know, no, no, that was actually H.G. Eighteen sixty four, the original awesome. novel. It's amazing. Uh, now we're ger- referencing it in Aquaman. He's <laughs> like finally achieved status. And, and there's like a level of just like this stuff's stupid. What's happening now is stupid. Um, even whenever we're coming down to like you know Black Manta attacking this Russian sub, you, how in the world is this is this a thing? <laughs> like. And then, and like, I, I was largely unnecessary as well. All of it was unnecessary, and I'm like, the world would be making a bigger deal out of this stuff than just like, oh, it's just some pirate, you know, taking over subs out in the the ocean. Like, that's insane. Yeah, like that's like super criminal, ver- like kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just running around out there. I don't know. Like, it was such. It's such a jumbled up movie. It's such just like my the my. Like the crazy the scene that made me be like, I can't. What is happening in this movie? They go to um, it's part of the National Treasure kind of like search for this stuff. But mm-hmm. they go to Italy, and there's this whole scene that there's no sound. It's just this the, this weird indie song, this like love song kind of. I guess I don't know what it is. And you know, like <laughs> oh, I think it was uh, Mira's eating flat, eating roses, and you know they're like you know smiling at each other in slow motion and uh giving this you know make, let, let, um letting the uh this girl put a Atlantean coin into this wishing well and making the the water uh dance and turn into things that only she sees it's like oh my gosh what's happening I cannot believe it right now I'm pretty sure that was Jonesy um Could have been jo- I mean, I'm not sure but jo- I think I'm pretty I would classify sure it was Jonesy, Jonesy as a as an indie artist I would too but I mean it's like but yeah it's like that was one of those things where it's like they, they, the vibe completely changed for about a minute and a half. And that happened several times in this uh-huh. movie. Where, where it's, it's like, like all of a sudden. What is happening right now? Yeah. Um, Musically and visually. Largely, it's just a mess. Like it really mess. was. And like it's. It, so the DC universe now has like 
a great movie in Wonder Woman mm. and an okay movie in like uh, Superman, and I would say like or I, th- I would say I th- a I good think, movie. I think it's a good movie. Good movie yeah. in in Man of Steel. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then like a, I still stand by that Man of Steel is an eight out of ten in my book because the majority yeah. of that movie is great. Yeah. There, yeah. Then like you chop out the last like the chop big, off the last part, last fight, and the part where he lets his father die, tornado, and you know can't save him from that tornado. Nope, cannot. Can't do it. Um. Oh man. The uh, yeah. So you have that one, and I actually still like a Doesn't lot he of just things. Let it come over him. The tornado. I'm thinking about that scene like again, and I'm thinking like he could have gotten like no, Clark stops, didn't even necessarily have to go. He. Probably could have made it. I probably, don't I don't anyway. know. <laughs> um, and if you're gonna sacrifice yourself, let the dog die. I mean, like it's I, there's so much there. Dude. Anyway, um, people would have been like, "See, so here's the thing: like the audience would have been so much more torn up if the dog had been killed in the tornado, probably, and he hadn't been fast enough to save the dog." Yeah. Uh, th- Okay, what, what were we talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I, and I actually like uh, Batman vs Superman, like some aspects it's, of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's overly long. It's like you a, cram too much of the world into uh, it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, all, all things too much Zack Snyder, um, but it's way better than Justice League. So you know, at least there was something going on with Zack Snyder. There's some uh, good elements in Justice League, but it's like it's still like it's like. Uh, yeah, that's not that great. It teeters on the edge as well. Um, so I don't know. Like I'm looking forward to uh, Shazam. Yeah, I think that's gonna be great. Yeah. I feel. Are they still making a Flash movie and a Cyborg movie? I think so. That's the plan. When anyway. are those coming out? I don't know. I, at least a Flash movie. I'm pretty sure. Like I know like, Wonder Woman two is has been shooting. Yeah, I think it's probably done. It's probably in post production now. I'm very excited about that movie. Yeah, I am too. Um, I I just don't know where they go from here, man. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> and I just don't understand like why this movie had to be an origin story after the fact where it's like, okay, well, let's, we need to explain now who Aquaman is after like we've we already seen Aquaman him do is. things. In right? two movies, we've seen him do things. Uh-huh. And then, like, and then also we're going to take three individually amazing stories and make them one mediocre story. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's just such weird well, choices. And I loved a lot of things about, like, once he became Aquaman, he was awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but then even, you know, at the end, whenever he's supposed to be, everyone's supposed to be happy he's king, all of a sudden, like, yeah, but like a ton of people just died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like literally, like so, like I don't know. There was a lot of collateral damage in this movie that I like. If it had been in, like it was, it was Man of Steel level collateral damage to the Atlanteans and like the the undersea people because like he smashes up underneath the the army that's actually like defending, like fighting for him. Yeah, and like he just well, smashes not like for up him, under- but just for themselves. Yeah, but we're like, not gonna join you for freedom. We're not gonna destroy yeah. the the uh, the world up to, up and you know yeah. they're the same cause. And it's like he smashes up under them and like kills a bunch of them. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so well, much that, like damage. that chase scene through uh, Atlantis or whatever. Yeah, uh, they're shooting a bunch of stuff like every- bridges and. I'm like, what is going? Oh, you're the turrets your opened up. fire into the city, the actual city. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I loved the visuals of that scene, and it was very exciting. But literally, I like, I had those thoughts where I was like, this is so much collateral damage. Yeah, same thing with that. You know, like this is uh, which I know that you know Mantis was a villain, but like this is uh, supposed supposed to be some kind of like you know historical site in Italy that you're just mm-hmm. destroying oh, yeah. and running well, through people's houses. I did appreciate the fact like Mantis has <laughs> is so or Manta has this like huge like 
I, difference between like, oh, I expected you to save us even though we killed all these people, even though we're like, we are mm, the villains. Mm-hmm. And like, now I'm going to get revenge for like you not saving uh, my, my father. And then I'm going to get like, and then I'm going to destroy and kill a bunch of people and like basically become the like you the person who like lets these people die because rocks fall on them that like i caused and I stuff like is, i don't it's think just this whole like messed up like psycho kind of aspect well, of him. definitely i don't think manta cares except for he i don't think he cares about anybody right. except for his father right and that like if it, if that person if that aquaman had killed been anyone else he didn't care right it, it was the fact that it was his father yeah so and it's like I like but that's I a liked, very like self self centered you know kind of view. Like yeah, that, that makes sense for him as a villain. And I liked that. I liked that that was his like. I liked that aspect of him. Like where yeah. it's like this dude is just evil. Like he is just like clearly selfishly evil yeah. all the way. Like it's, I, he's I mean, not out for world domination. He's not out for this. He's literally just like I want revenge. I don't even care about the money. I don't care about this. It's like I I am just. Uh, like ridiculously twisted human being. Yeah, like, and, and I still kind of feel like I might have problems with. I don't know that that's like Aquaman to let someone just like die no. like that. Agreed. And so that's where I'm like, that feels inconsistent with Aquaman's character. Right. right. Um, and so I'll agree with that. Like, it almost feels like the whole like the problems that people had with like Clark and Man of Steel, where it's like, oh, Superman wouldn't just like you know right. straight up kill somebody. And I'm okay with like changing it for the movie, but mm-hmm. like I think what. Like, the whole reason to change it was so that he could have that, you know, in yeah. his back pocket so he doesn't kill yeah. uh, Orn later. Like, that's I'm what like, I was saying. I don't know if that's, if that's good enough to, like, mess with the the core of a character's uh, – a, sorry, Aquaman's character. Yeah. Uh, just for that payoff. Yeah. and Like, like that not, seemed weak. It does seem weak. And it seems very, like, shoehorned, especially because, like, because it plays out differently in, like, the comic books. And so you're like, right. this isn't, like – this is so similar to the, the the comic book version of him, but not quite, you know, in that, in yeah. that aspect. Where it's and, like, again, I don't need everything to be exactly the same. I just, no. like – but if you're – like, that, I feel like it's a big thing to mess with. Mm-hmm. It is, like, you know, does Superman kill or not? Yeah. And I, and I, and I felt – fall on the same – like, with Man of Steel, I'm, like, I'm okay with him killing Zod in that moment um, but because I think the payoff is, is okay like Zod's literally like they are destroying a city mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Zod's yeah. about to kill somebody but like just letting this dude die just for the heck of it yeah seems feels weird real weird mm-hmm. I mean and that, that's the thing like just in to, to change his character like you said in that moment just to like have a a payoff later on quote unquote like and the payoff is so small like it doesn't even reference back to whenever he like did this like he yeah. they just make the decision and, and like you have to kind of connect well, the dots I, on your own yeah well they they do bring it up at some point like whenever he's talking to um uh, talking to Mara yeah and, ship, yeah and yeah on the ship and he says you know basically uh uh I he's mad at me because I let his father die and so the fact that he you almost got hurt um would have been my fault mm-hmm. like okay Huge, you know, just like leaps in connection here that well, we're, it's we're like, having to make to, to to bring this back up. And it's like not enough had happened at that point necessarily to like drive him to that change all the way. And it's I don't know. I, I do think it was played well. Like whenever he made that decision, there was like, oh, he almost like you see him like oh, definitely turn it over in his head. Like, oh, do I save <laughs> this guy or not? Yeah. You know. And he like turns it over his head. Like I feel like it would have been more of a payoff if he tried to save him, but then he like dies and then guess what? Well, Black Manta blames him anyway. And I did you know? like, and I did like the idea that like, okay, he's, he's such of a different, he's such a different King yeah. that he wouldn't do this. But I think he could be that person without having the, 
the Agreed. whole Black Manta side story. Agreed. And I think Black Manta is is a uh, is a evil enough person and is twisting enough like things in his head like of of like oh the, I want you to save this person but not this person like despite yeah. the, and I'm I'm killing all of these other people it doesn't matter with him like he's the twisted enough to where if if Arthur had tried to save him and then yeah. he had still died he still would have blamed him. Well, and that and that's what I think should have happened. I yeah. was actually going to bring that up is like I think what they should have done is Aquaman realized, oh, crap, I need to try to save this guy. Yeah. And then he still dies. And mm-hmm. Black Manta then blame him. That would have made for a stronger villain, yeah. a stronger reason. And it felt like, okay, it, it would. I feel like that would have been more consistent um, with Aquaman Yeah, uh, if that had happened. You know, it's like, hey, I was trying right. to do something good. I mean, that's almost like a... That's something that Lex Luthor would do. Yeah. It's a Superman. Oh, it's yeah. like, create this no-win scenario for Superman and blame him for what went wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of things that, you know, super villains do. A hundred percent. And so like that would have been a, a stronger way to do it and still maintained the, the, the heroism of Arthur. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and that's kind of where I, like, I still don't know. I don't know. What kind of hero is, is he right now? I mean, we, we again, we didn't see him be the, the hero. Enough, he, we spent, yeah. we spent so much of this movie, you know, with him being unsure of himself for mm-hmm. no reason, mm-hmm. uh, other than the fact that he got beaten in a challenge, you know, with uh, Oren, uh, I, and I don't even feel like that was enough of a of a of a butt whipping to no. be concerned about it. What's funny about that is like we had a similar thing happen earlier this year with like uh, Black Panther, and that one like felt like this. Yes. He legitimately well, he like lost, he, he wasn't king anymore, right? And he like literally just lost <laughs> he it. He lost all. a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and so it's like it, we had the same kind of setup where it's like, oh, this challenger, and then like you lose, and it's like, oh man, I have to come back from this, and like you work for it and come back for it. like this is that sort of situation, but without the weight and without doing it right, like Black Panther yeah. did, you know? Yeah, and arguably, also, I far like, less chance. I feel like that, you know, like. This is a more interesting world to me than Black Panther's world. Yeah, I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't have um, the the like visual. I feel like in a lot of ways, it doesn't have the visual majesty of like Atlantis. I, nothing does. No, really. Uh, if we're getting right down to it, like I was trying to, I was comparing it to like, okay, what if we? The only thing is like either Pandora, hmm. um, yeah, in Avatar or. Uh, the Gungan City, mm. like it, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Only the Gungan City isn't as great. No, either. it's not as like visually like stunning as yeah. colors. And the Valerian uh, and the City of a Thousand, whatever it was, yeah. that, that movie had like similar visual as in that way, where it's yeah. like, oh, this is unlike anything I've seen before, yeah. you know. And so like this has that going for it, but it just didn't didn't quite get there. Yeah, uh, I did like there was so much like political intrigue. I, I it, at times maybe yeah I'm like are we watching Star Wars Episode Two right now yeah like I can't believe we have had this much exposition yeah well and then like it's it was exposition at the at the wrong time I think too because like in like comparing it to Black Panther like Black Panther had like exposition at the right times where it's like until like well, they didn't at the right explain time, I think they did it in different ways it wasn't just talking heads right the and they didn't time. explain like oh this is how we come back from this or this is how we challenge like this is the you know until you needed it like you didn't right. have to like really think about it where it's like yeah. oh I don't have to I, I had to ask the question before I got the explanation where in this movie I got the explanation and then ended up asking the question later on you know or yeah. didn't need to ask the question later on it was real weird it's real weird uh, you ready to rate this thing? I think so. Okay. What are you going to rate it? Oh, man. 
this is a rough one because it's like it's either a 5.5 or a 6 mm. and it's like i think i'm gonna put it up to the six based on just the visual like the, yeah. the uniqueness of those visuals yeah like that's and that's kind of i'm kind of struggling between a 6.5 and a 7 just because it's like so there were some cool things like things like that shot when they were going down into the trench mm. with the flare yeah and you saw all oh, the um what, what do you call them trench trench you, you you see them all around him. That was such a cool shot. Pulled like that whole sequence of like being on the ship and like them going down oh, and yeah, like so pulled cool. directly from the comics. That's why it was so cool. And it's horrifying. I feel like more the movie, lightning goes off and it's like oh you see even that. more silhouettes. I watched, I watched three hundred again last night. That movie is so good and so beautiful because every single shot is lifted straight from the graphic novel. Yeah. Like, just, just, just do that. Yeah. Like, if, if you're having trouble with your movies, just do that. <laughs> it's so funny, like, that that movie, like, it's like, oh, this is, you know, that's whenever Zack Snyder kind of stepped on the scene. He's like, oh, I'm, you know, Mr. Big Deal, Zack Snyder. But it's literally, like you said, it's basically the comic. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I mean, I've never been a, just like, until he got his hands on the DC Universe, I was never, well, and I didn't like his one movie but i don't like you know like it's a one-off you know i feel uh, like yeah it's it's a very like i thought he did a great a good job with with a uh, great job with 300 a, a good job with Watchmen. it was mm-hmm. a little long but so was the graphic novel oh yeah um and i thought uh well, that was Watchmen. also so much of Watchmen was literally yeah. like hey this is a movie and that's why pull, looked, shots pulled directly from Watchmen. that's why it looked amazing yeah so anyway um yeah like that's i don't know i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give this I feel like I feel like down the road, I'm gonna wish I had given it a six point five. So I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yeah, that's yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> um. So John, we need to go through uh, some more episodes of our podcast. Yes, we do. Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, what's your favorite thing about the Christmas season so far? <laughs> Uh oh man, that's a good question. I mean, we like we got up the tree. Didn't get up any ornaments this year, um, but got up the tree. And Desmond loves looking at it. Like he nice. likes lay there on the floor and be like ah, that's uh, awesome. We tree. did not get our tree up this year. Um, it this, happens. Well, this is the thing, man. Um, DD works retail, so it's like it's we don't have time on weekends together really. And basically, I feel like there's so much that happens in so much going on in October. And then you move straight into November, mm-hmm. and you have Thanksgiving. As soon as Thanksgiving hits, it gets crazy, and like you know, uh, there's either like Christmas parties or just all this stuff going on. And because of uh, our schedules not lining up completely, we don't have a ton of time at home. So then the last thing I want to do is get up in the attic and pull down this tree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it just I don't know. Uh, it just happens. Yeah. So I was thinking also the other day while you pull this up. I was thinking about video games and Christmas and I was like, why? Like, I think it was a tweet. Somebody had sent a tweet where they were like, Oh, are there video games that people replay every year? Like we rewatch Christmas movies. And I got to think, I was like, okay, the only thing I can think of back in my child, our childhood was, uh, Jolly's Christmas vacation, which was a a platformer where you are a snowman trying to get to the beach. And and the uh, the villain is a uh, yellow snowman. Yeah, you got to dodge the yellow snowman. At, <laughs> like he comes out randomly and flies across the se- screen trying to get you yeah. at uh, at various Le- spots on the levels. Christmas lemmings as well. Christmas lemmings. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm, so fun. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any other? Uh, I mean, I think. I mean, I frequently pull out. You know, like Limbo, and we'll play through that. Yeah. 
um, around the holiday season. Though? No, like, is not, it tied to no, a specific it's just thing. No, it's not tied. Yeah, to anything. It's I just interesting. Play it every once in a while. The uh, the only other Christmassy thing I can remember we uh, the, on the Dreamcast we got the Dreamcast magazine and one year uh, Toy Commander yes released a Christmas Toy Commander level like it was like this was not in the main game it yep. was it was just. Toy Commander at the holidays, and you had to do all sorts of various stuff. Like where it's like, oh, and it was only on that demo disc. Yeah, it was only on the demo disc. Oh, go down the toilet and like take take out the uh, the Roach King or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is so weird. Yeah, it was it was a weird weird game, but it was fun. It was fun, man. Super cool. Some of my my favorite games are weird games. Yeah. Well, the ones I have most memorable, I guess maybe. Yeah. All right, so we're walking through all of our episodes in our lead up to three hundred. We are now up to episode one eighty one, John. Which came out and released October twenty eighth, two days after Didi's birthday in two thousand sixteen. Uh, in that episode, we talked about the Walking Dead season seven premiere mm. review and Nintendo Switch news. I like it. Uh, episode one eighty two was our Doctor Strange review and Hacksaw Ridge mini review, and we talked about the Wonder Woman trailer. It's wild that we knew the Nintendo Switch like at that point, like, but it wasn't mm-hmm. out yet. No, and uh, <laughs> and. But also, Wonder Woman hadn't like come out. Like, well, that's so interesting. So we, you weren't with us last week, but episode one eighty uh, in two thousand sixteen was the Red Dead Redemption two trailer <gasps> and Nintendo Switch review. So long ago. I know. I, wow. I, you forget that it was that long ago, but then you're like, oh yeah, they did delay it like twice. So it makes sense. Fun fact: I hit one of the uh, the missions, or it's just like a side mission that had some of the dialogue from that first trailer. Oh, nice. And I was like, wait, this is for that first trailer. That's awesome. Episode 183 was our Titanfall 2 first impressions, and Chris quits the comic shop. That was a big day. That was a big day. Episode 184, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them review, and movie trailer rundown. What kind of movie cool. trailers we talk cool, about cool. here? Uh, what does it say? Episode one. <laughs> imagine that. Don't need to know. Episode 185, Gears of War 4 review. Oh, man, I loved that game. It was a good game. Uh, once you got past the first like first chunk of it, I thought, well, there were things I liked in the first chunk, but yeah. yeah, until you find Marcus. Yeah. Basically. First 25% of that game, you're like, uh. Episode 186, No Man's Sky Foundation update. The Harry Potter movies ranked. Whoa. We need to go back and I want to listen to that. It's a good, we good question. Every Harry Potter movie. I mean, that's a, that sounds, I would listen to that 100%. Also on iTunes, like I talked about earlier, mm. you can get all the extended editions of Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies mm. for, I think, like 30 bucks mm. for all of them. Mm. Yeah. I need to get those in, like, I only have those on DVD right now, so not mm. even HD. Well, these are 4K, I believe. So I need to, need to maybe take it up on that. Episode 187 was the Game Awards 2016 and our full Titanfall 2 review. Cool. Episode 188, Rogue One, a Star Wars story review. Man, that was a crazy year. And Super Mario Run, first impression, Super Mario Run. I forgot all about That's that right. game. Have they, can you update that, that game or anything? Yeah, I mean, they've like done, they did additional like level or something like that. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it sold as well as they wanted because well, they were experimenting. Free, it was free to play, wasn't it? Well, it was, hey, you could free to play the first world for free. Oh, but then you had yeah, to buy yeah. like for $10 the rest of the game. And I feel like they didn't see the sales on it that they wanted. Yeah, which I, I bought it. Because $10 is expensive, quote unquote, for a mobile game. We did talk about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Episode 189. Stay on Target Christmas Carol and Xbox Store's Countdown to 2017. Our our Christmas episode that year came out on December 23rd. Well, you know what we did last year? Um, we replayed the Christmas Carol yeah, as its memory. own standalone episode 
uh, in, in on Christmas Day. So we should we should do that again this year. Re-release, re-release that. It? Yeah. Right. Okay. Re-release our Christmas Carol because again, it's like the one of those things. Oh, this yeah. is a this is something that you experience every year. <laughs> you should join us. Yeah. for was, our rendition. That, that was real fun. Of was, a Christmas Carol. It was hilarious. Uh, episode one ninety, the Assassin's Creed review, the first great video game movie? Question mark. The answer is no. <laughs> Why did we even tease that? Uh, because that's what the question everyone was asking. Weird. Uh, how far? We still haven't had that, oh, by yeah. the way. We've had like we've had good ones where it's like, oh, this is Tomb Raider, but like great. It was Tomb Raider great. It was good. It was really good. I don't think I'd call it. It was really good. I don't think I'd really call good. it great. It wasn't quite great. It's yeah. like almost great. Episode one ninety one, the best of two thousand sixteen. It was. New year, and so we looked back at the previous year. Oh, episode okay. 192, what's coming up in 2017? Episode 193, Nintendo Switch presentation 2017, Marvel <laughs> and DC Digital Comics. That was because, a weird presentation where they sat on the couch. Yeah, they brought was, out They brought out the hilarious. love seat so that guy could sit on it for four seconds. Yeah. It was awesome. Episode 194, what could Star Wars The Last Jedi mean? Because oh. they had released the, the name. There are rumors right now that we could possibly get a... Star Wars Episode Nine trailer before the end of the year. I don't know, man. I think we. I think we. I, th- could. I think we could. Christmas all the Day. other, all the other ones, we got uh, a trailer or name be, uh, at least a year before, mm. and we are within that now. It's interesting. The state of of the Star Wars universe is interesting because, like, we're getting all this news and people are super hyped about the show, like the Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's I feel all, like the it's all smoke screen. Yeah, but the hype level for like the movies because of like the way the solo because it's, and like the Last Jedi sucked. Well, like and then obviously like with Solo, people like the marketing leading up to that made it look like it was going to be you know no this isn't going to be as but it was really good and it still made a bunch of money. But like. I don't know. I just feel like the buzz isn't quite there. No, it's not. And, and I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. It wasn't even quite there for like the Last Jedi after like Rogue One after the first year or so. Like it, it's it's very interesting to see the huge spike and like this is the biggest thing and the most like prevalent thing of all time with yeah. Force Awakens and then the gradual like decline in in like just buzz because you can never i don't think you can ever hit those heights again you can't maintain it uh, well no it's just it's like we're you're saying we waited 30 years for this mm-hmm. and we want to hit those same hype levels for every single movie yeah that's there's no way you can possibly do that yeah not whenever you've announced a new star wars movie for every you know yeah. every year for another six years and honestly i'm i'm more okay with that right now i'm okay with that too like we need to be okay and i and we've talked about this before disney needs to be okay with uh, Star Wars movies that don't perform like uh, The Force Awakens did. Yeah. In the same way that they're okay that you know Thor the Dark World comes out mm-hmm. and doesn't blow everyone's minds. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, they, they still continue with the franchise. Yeah. They don't like, uh, I mean, sure, the next one, you know, they, they took a different comedic direction, but that's fine. Like, I don't know. It, I think Disney, uh, Lucasfilm could learn a lot from Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people could learn a lot from Marvel, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, Lucasfilm specifically because number one, you're in you're part of the same company. Number two, you're both dealing with beloved franchises mm-hmm. that have a history already. Mm-hmm. Just do the same things in terms of how you think about your your movies and what they need to do financially and the yeah. world in general. Like you look at what Marvel did, like this this ten year play, like for 
I mean, I, I think like we were talking last week, it wouldn't surprise me if they just basically like, and they basically said like, this is going to be a, a reboot, a soft reboot of this franchise. Yeah. And like, we're going to put an end cap. Like this is the 10 years of this. And it's like, that's wild that they were able to pull it off at the level that they've pulled it off. Yeah. And it well, makes the things have changed like over time, like and shifted, but like the end goal is always like this and it's yes. like, it's, it's just as big. And, and it makes me excited for like the next like 10 year block, you know, whatever yeah. they decide to do. Like, like, and Star Wars should be able to, because there's enough stories there as the expanded universe illustrates. Sure. They should be able to put together a, this is our 10 year block of like, this is the arc that we want to tell in terms of these, uh, mainline stories as well as some of the offshoot stories. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think you have anyone there doing any kind of thing like Kevin Feige where you're drawing, draw stringing everything together. Yeah. And I guess like, I also feel like in a lot of ways, the, the, the fan base is, is drastically different between these two things because with like a comics fan, you've had multiple iterations of every single one of these comic book heroes. Like you've had multiple Captain America takes and it's like, Oh, and so, and just like with like, even with Superman, it's like, Oh, some of those comic book Superman's like have killed people. Some of them don't. So it's like, we can do whatever we want in that case. So they're okay with things shifting with things changing. Whereas with star Wars, it's been one thing. And so anytime it diverges from what uh, the fans think is star Wars, it becomes a problem for them. And whether it's one way or whether it's the other way. And it's like you have these like com competing people where it's like, oh no, I like the way that this is going. Other people are like, no, I don't like the way this is going. And so you have this kind of push-pull relationship with the actual franchise. And like you said, unless you have somebody who, there who's like completely willing to commit to this X vision, right? Where it's like, we are, this is the, the vision we're going for with this. It could be drastically different than what a lot of people think of star Wars, but this is the one we're going with guys. And like, it, but you, what you have right now is like, Oh, let's hire like the books. And like, you have all these people who are like, Oh, let's, let's approve that story. Check, check. You know, the, you have all of these different things that are happening with different artists, visions in them that aren't necessarily in service of the overall goal that like, so you have a lot of people that are upset and a well, lot of people who are like, oh, but this is our vision for Star Wars. Well, I mean, and well, then they yeah. move on and to bring in somebody else. And it's like, oh, now you tell your vision of Star Wars. And, well, I think that's the, that's the problem. Oh, no. that's, that's the problem with it is the inconsistency. And because even you look back at, say, Tony Stark, and sure, the character has changed and evolved, but in a natural way. Like he is the same Tony Stark character as he was at the beginning he has just evolved like where you know at the beginning you know he's this you know mogul and you know he, he uh didn't care about the people he was selling weapons to didn't even think about it and then he's you know developed into okay now i want to shut down the weapons division because they actually care and then uh, new york happens and so he's like oh man there are even bigger threats out there i have to like prepare for those so then iron man 3 happens and he yeah. realizes actually i can't I can't do this because then it separates me from everyone else. So then, you know, and, and he has evolved as a character. But uh, well, the problem with bringing in, you know, new people to tell the story that takes this one, it's like you, this one movie is going to take this one character in an offshoot of that, like, and takes a hard left turn. And that's what I think The Last Jedi did to for a lot of fans. 
Like that's not the same approach as what Marvel has done. No, and that's I guess that's what I'm what I'm saying though is like you also have like the difference of of if you bring in people if you're gonna go that route of like hey this artist like this person who's gonna take their vision of what Star Wars is and present that to you and this person's gonna take their vision of what Star Wars is and give that to you. Um, if you're gonna do it that way, it can't be like a almost a it can't be like a continuous universe. That's like the comic exactly. book route of going like where it's like yeah. we have the we have the Dark Knight uh, Returns version of of Superman and Batman, right. and neither of those is like consistent with anything else like in like Batman Year One or like any, like all of those things are all kind of standalone things, and comic yeah. fans are used to that. Whereas Star Wars fans not used to that, and no, like, because that's never been what it has. Like that's exactly that's, the TV shows haven't been like that. Yeah, the you know comics and books haven't been like that. Like yeah. the problem is you have so much, you have such a history of these characters being who they who we know them to be that. Like it seems absurd to take mm-hmm. a hard left turn and because it's only we only have that one version of them. Exactly, like, it's like this is the only new Luke Skywalker <laughs> that exists. And it's like, well, but and and that and then that's why it, it comes into you know I think question like then why in the world do we do this? You know, like why was that a thing? Yeah, you know, like and it, it wasn't it wasn't just you know you look at Thor. Let's say Thor for instance, and he he is a a funnier character and a uh, I think a more. Um, uh, likable character in the most recent Thor than in either of the other two. Mm-hmm. He's pretty distant and reserved and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the other two. But he's at his core is still Thor. Right. And doesn't feel inconsistent with himself. Right. And that's the way to handle it. Yeah. Um, I don't I, know. Like I, Again, to my previous point, I just feel like you can learn a lot from what Marvel's done. I do think, like though, that that might be happening over at Star Wars, like over in the Star Wars world, because, specifically because we've had director shakeups ever since, like... Whenever, whenever Last Jedi locked and loaded, right? Yeah. Like before it came out, though, we had the whole like, oh, Colin Trevorrow, you're off of the the next one, and JJ's back on, and JJ's back on, and then we also shortly after had like uh, Lord and Miller, you're off of of Solo, yeah, and like, and we're bringing in, um, oh, what's his name? And so like, I think think like you have this like, <laughs> now we're like, okay, now we got to put our hand on the steering wheel, guys. Like this yeah. is this is it's fine. Like it's fine. I'm fine with that. Whereas yeah. like with Marvel, we had all of that already happen with like Ant-Man where it's like oh uh, Edgar Wright you're off of Ant-Man bring somebody else yeah, in to that, finish that this that was thing. really the only only movie that movie and then like I know Joss Whedon had like his difficulties with uh, Age of Ultron but that was honestly I think just because he was trying to tell a way too complicated story for what they actually wanted right because uh, I, I, you know, it got down to a, like like you can have one of these things that you want mm-hmm. one of these scenes which one do you want yeah Uh Excuse me. And uh, I think that, like, Disney getting involved is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like somebody needs to have their hand I on the steering wheel. They, yeah, like somebody needs like, – like, You wish they'd done it so- sooner. I wish they'd done it sooner. Yeah. And, you know, like, especially whenever you – and I think the other frustrating thing is whenever you have people like Dave Filoni in the company. Yeah. Where you're like, this – he has handled how many seasons of Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels – and they were all fantastic mm-hmm. and advanced the story. Side note, uh, Star Wars Resistance, really good now. 
Really? Like it's really, I haven't watched anything it's since really, the first one. It's very much developed into something where I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's, yeah. There's a new episode out. I'll check it out. And like to the point where like I'm like, man, I'm not opposed to it. It, no, just, it was weird at the it's, beginning. It feels very strange, and it felt unrelated. Like it felt like, oh, why am I watching this? But like now, like I wonder their, if Dave Filoni started getting more involved, or like they just like wanted to introduce these characters in their own way, and then like now that they're introduced, it's like okay, now we can start putting them into cool scenarios that are world building and are like, let's go experience some of the Star Wars universe outside of this one locale yeah um because like the one locale is kind of boring like and then so that's kind of where we're at now where it's like oh we're going other places we're like experiencing stories out there and then that out there is coming here as well so it's it's cool now yeah uh that being said i'm excited for what jj's gonna do with episode nine yeah hopefully it brings it all full circle um i hope that you know some of the threads that he started and and i know he's not great at closing story loops but I hope that some of the things that he opened up in uh, Force Awakens, he's mm-hmm. a- able to at least introduce back in and yeah. make it feel like this wasn't just a random thing. Yeah. You know? Um, I think they've got a vision for it, and I think it'll be... I, I feel like it'll be okay. Le- I mean, I trust J.J. Like, it'll be good. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a J.J. Abrams f- movie that I've just hated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Episode 195, the last one for this week. We talked about artificial intelligence filmmakers, AI filmmakers. Oh, uh, remember whenever that what uh, were we talking that about? horror movie trailer was like edited by an AI? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. I'm okay if an AI does my job. Okay. I mean, you know, honestly, like I, I feel like there could be an algorithm that would like do if there's a short in a cable, it would edit it out of a podcast. That'd be amazing. I bet you an AI could do that. That'd be fantastic. Eventually. I would I would hire that AI. Next week, we will give you our year-end thoughts, and we'll probably possibly review another movie. Yeah, that maybe. Came out. Bumblebee came out this this weekend, and we uh, we haven't seen that yet. I've heard that it's really good. Um, wasn't there another movie we skipped? Mm. Mary Poppins came out, but I don't know if we were ever going to we review really, that on the yeah. podcast. I mean, I want to see it. But I want to see it as well. But uh, when does that? Um, Elite Elite Battle Angel Angel comes out out later. Okay. They've delayed that like a couple times. All right. So we might review Bumblebee next week. We'll see. Otherwise, have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. Sorry, we didn't do anything super Christmassy. Chris, we're re-releasing our Christmas Carol. We are. It's going to be amazing. Listen to that with your family (laughs) on Christmas. That's right. That's it for this week. Wait. No. Hang on. Uh, how do I get into the end of this? Follow us online. You can go to... I think so. How do I end the show? <laughs> Why am I blanking on this, John? Um, That's it for this week. You can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And johnwright777. And always online at staintargetpodcast.com. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it. That was it. (laughs) Found the right drawer in your brain. Yeah. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.